Depression is a motherfucker. But there is help out there. I urge you that if you are depressed and have thoughts of suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. And if that's not there, I'd also like to support the Trevor Foundation. You can find them at trevorfoundation.org. This is Nicholas Dye from Nowhere, California and the Ectopod. Remember, there is help out there, and you are not alone. You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you love what you hear, you can find us on your favorite podcast search engines and subscribe. And also, if you don't mind, leave us a like or a review. And if hearing us is not enough, you can always get your Nowhere California fix by going to NowhereCalifornia.com. And you can send your thoughts, ideas, or some random bullshit to our email, which is Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Don't forget, we are Nowhere California. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere, since 2011. This is Josh. This is Doug, and you're listening to Nowhere, California. It's a new year, and it only took us a couple weeks for us to actually be in the same room and record. (laughs) Not even a couple weeks. I mean, we're not even, I mean, we're not even, we're less than five days into... Well, I'm, I'm accounting for editing and oh well okay yeah yeah so it's a couple of weeks to get the show completed but yeah you know kind of, now, now you put me under the gun well i know <laughs> but new year came we were like we gotta see each other yeah i miss you i miss you well we still got like towards the end of last year i did that last episode which i thought was a lost one from 2020 no. but it ended up being from 2019 Even further back yeah i was like fuck so way before the world went to shit like yeah. way before the world went to yeah. shit like we even had no concept that the world was gonna go to yeah. shit when that happened we're, we're in that magical land of 2019 <laughs> we're just pure ignorance yeah pure ignorance yeah, so much bliss but um i think that's gonna be one thing that will be continuing through 2021 is the backlog just will, catching will, up. will will be released we will be doing new episodes and everything mm-hmm. but the backlog needs to be seen because there's i still have fucking interviews yeah we've got just collecting i mean dust. since there's no foreseeable future of conventions yeah might as well wipe the slate clean on get those. all the convention stuff out i mean even if there are conventions it's not exactly the safest thing to do yeah you know going right going right into post-vaccine world not exactly yeah. the safest thing to but that will be throughout the year when we get to those points where it's like oh hey they're doing la comic-con we're not going <laughs> yeah well and then what i what i what i like about knowing that we're just, I mean, we're pretty much deciding at this point we're probably not doing conventions. Is we don't have to worry about this year, like getting all of that stuff and then Financing what to do and... with it. Yeah, like now we can just like we we can just be ready. So then come twenty twenty two. No, I I guess I should make it abundantly clear these chairs are like old people and they they make they make noise when they move. Yeah. So, but but yeah, yeah going into twenty twenty one with really no other things on our plate except for these face to face or computer to computer yeah. discussions, you know. Um, Back to the old school days. Well, <laughs> I mean, it takes honestly, and, and I've never really spun it this direction before with you, but kind of takes a lot of pressure off. I think so. You know, it allows us to go back to our roots well, a little bit. Hell. 2020 in general was pressure on its own. Right. And then towards the end of the year, we had some interesting issues spring up that we will discuss over the 
upcoming episodes. And right, yeah, yeah. The yeah. end of, like, 2020, not just in a COVID environment, but in a personal life environment on pretty much everybody involved yeah. in the show, there there, there were some extenuating circumstances that happened that, so, yeah, like you said, we'll get discussed eventually. Yeah, like, one thing we can definitely bring up here, because it'll be old news by then, is our... Uh, sister podcast ectopod will be no more yeah we uh we have shelved we have shelved uh not even shelved we've put it in a box put it in put a bow on it and yeah put it into storage by the time you hear this we'll be getting close to our final episode of that but it we're we're going to be one podcast one site just kind of gunning for that well you and i had seen the writing on the wall about ecto a while back i think what was it july or august yeah. of 2020 you and i had the we bre- we broached the discussion of like of just closing down ecto because it got to a point where there was just really nothing there for us with it anymore yeah. especially in the style in which we created the show yeah it was growing into something where we knew nowhere it would be more of a nowhere-esque yeah. style and it'd be like why continue that? yeah we essentially would have had two of the same show just one being very sp- very categorically specific to star or not star wars ghostbusters yeah. and then having nowhere where there was everything else when in reality if we just shelved ecto and just put everything under the nowhere banner then we're just we're free to keep moving about and it can be a better on all hands on deck situation well yeah and we can also you know with ectopod we very much try to keep it family friendly you know very like yeah we couldn't swear we kind of keep all innuendos very subtle so like if if a if a if a listener had their child in the car then you know they might not have caught on to it or whatever we try to keep it very pg very family yeah. friendly, um, but now by moving it into nowhere, we can have more, you know, immature humor being yeah. applied to the discussion, and um, it can free form like we're doing with this episode right now. Exactly. Well, which is it's just really funny because like when you brought up that lost episode, when you when you first you sent me first you told me about it because you sent me the image, which. I never even remember taking that photo except for Kim's like Unabomber background. Yeah. Um, but and then you mentioned and then you you showed me like the episode title. I was like, oh my god, I yes, I remember that episode, because I I unfortunately because I don't commute down to L.A. anymore, um, and I'm very rarely in the car, you know, by myself except for just going to work, which is really only a 15 20 minute drive. I don't listen to anything anymore, like podcasts or audiobooks or anything. Yeah. So I'm so behind on the show that. In my mind, we recorded that episode, and it went out, and I just yeah. never listened to it. I never knew that that episode did not come out. Well, I remember the beginning of 2020 when everything really started going to shit. Yeah. And we're, I was thinking, like, wow, we're really not going to be able to record. This was pre-Zoom and everything like yeah. that. So I was thinking, like, okay, fuck it. I can start going through the backlog of other episodes. But there's uh, older episodes than that one. That, we, that we don't have out yet? Yeah. Woo! And the interviews that have collected dust and just stuff like that, going like, okay, cool. You know what? We can until we can figure out what the hell we're doing. I can focus on that. And we have a the, very prince-like situation going on here with ectocon or not ecto with nowhere content. Yeah, you know, we just have a vault of stuff that just was fully produced for no reason. Yeah, know? no, it had a reason. It just yeah. you didn't get a chance to do it because just life had got in the way. But then life kind of didn't really pause it kind of went into slow-mo <laughs> yeah and that's what's th- i mean now that we are i mean we're really kind of rounding third base on this whole covid situation Fingers crossed. yeah i mean we we can be rounding third base and been looking at 
fourth, fifth, and sixth base, and sixth base is on fire. I still think the funniest joke about that was instead of the and when New Year's happened, instead of it being one one twenty twenty one, it was thirteen one twenty twenty one, uh, thirteen one twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now that we at least on paper are coming into the the home stretch of of this COVID world, yeah. um, we we can now kind of gauge. A little bit of what's going to happen because a lot of what happened during this whole COVID situation and this quarantine and not quarantine and then quarantine again, the not quarantine well, and then know, apparently well, quarantine, but nobody was listening. Well, no, you know? that's like the entire world quarantined. Yeah, we just didn't. We did. We were told. And hey, not you and I didn't like just America. Yeah, it was just pretty much we it was suggest, hey, stay home. But then other people were like, no, fuck that. My freedoms. That's my freedoms. Yeah, I mean, I don't get me wrong, America when comparatively looking at the rest of the world, America has always been the middle finger teenager of the world because yeah. we are we're one of the youngest countries but in the world. We do have a history of when the shit hits the fan though, going like, "Oh, wait. Let's but this time around, right. fuck. Well, this time we were that rebellious teenager that gave the middle finger to the world. And you got into some Got sent salts. to our room and then just proceeded to destroy our room. Yeah, after taking a bunch of bath salts. Exactly. Like, we we just, we instead of being able to go out and destroy the rest of the world through, you know, war and, and, and all the terrorism, yeah. we just uh, we just decided to break our own shit. Yeah. We, 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 just we, we like, shit on our own beds. Yeah, <laughs> we, we pretty much just decided, like, you know what? We can't set everything else on fire. We're just going to set ourselves on fire. Yeah, and that, that's a pretty good way to sum up. 2020 in the land of the free and home of the brave yeah we just we just we couldn't go out and break other shit so we broke our own shit yeah so um the one thing that's that i i i find very very funny and i cannot wait to see what the numbers come back as i want to know exactly what zoom's profit margin is oh seriously coming out of covid i want to see what their profit margin is because I mean, they've been around for a while. So they've was, been around, I believe it was 2007 when the company started. Yeah, they had been around, but it wasn't like the go-to. Like, Zoom was yeah, not... They, they were just there. They were just kind of that side company that's like, hey, we do video conferencing. And then out of nowhere, a freaking pandemic hits the world, and they were like, hold my beer. And they stepped up, man. And But honestly, I, I kind of would reverse that. It really wasn't hold my beer situation. Like, where is the beer? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll supply the beer. It's like, um, Steve, uh, you, you said you wanted extra hours, right? Yeah. yeah. How about 24? We'll go on a beer run. <laughs> How about 24 uh, more hours a day for yeah. the week? So now, okay. What is... What is one thing going out of 2020 that you made a like you made a conscious effort to really kind of reobserve come 2021? Not being a doormat. Yeah. Yeah, that that's been a big thing to me and we've had the conversations too and everything. Yeah. And the different aspects of the podcast and taking more creative challenges right. on, upon myself. Right. Well, just life in general. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that's the thing I observe more yeah. is knowing, like we talked about off mic where different aspects where, where nowhere is going to go, where Ecto is going. Right. Where I really can't puss out on myself saying, Oh, I can't do that because 
there's that asshole voice in my head, like, you've been fucking podcasting for 10 years. Yeah. You can do this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the the roadmap is there. Yeah. Yeah, so to it's speak. It's like, you you can't say you can't do this because you fucking did this shit for 10 years now. Yeah. <laughs> I think my thing going into 2021, coming out of 2020, and I proved it coming out of 2020, was... If I make a decision to do something, I'm just going to do it. For instance, um, I mean, I'm sure it was known on the show. I don't know if I've ever talked about it. I used to smoke cigarettes. I haven't completely quit smoking because I am now using, like, one of those drool pod things um, to kind of balance out. But I've stopped cigarettes. I'm on, like, almost a month of no cigarettes. Good job. So, but I just decided, like... I mean, it's going to do it. And now the same thing, like coming out of 2020 into 2021, same thing. Like, I'm not going to let my own insecurities, like what you're saying, you know, I'm not going to let my own insecurities, like, prohibit me from, like, doing things, like, you know, being present in the world. So, um, but we had a topic going into this, and I have no way to segue this for you. So, so, bring it on me. Yeah. Bring it on me. To... Poorly segue into what we were really going to talk about because hell, this could have been the whole subject matter of the entire episode and could have gotten philosophical on you. Yeah, but that's that's for the rest of 2021. Yeah, um, I've been gaining a little bit more. Like I've been playing a little bit more games. That's been, ironic. So am I. <laughs> yeah, and I got my hands on um, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition. See, that's really funny to me because like. They're on number 11? Yeah. And I didn't even know that they were numbering it? Well, like, I think it was Mortal Kombat 4 was the stupid, like, um, almost Virtual Fighter style. Ah, Virtual Fighter. Yeah, but for Mortal Kombat, that did not work. No. And it pretty much kind of put the kibosh on that. But then they started doing, like, the side games, like the uh, Sub-Zero game and uh, the Shaolin Warriors and all that stuff. But it led to them going back to Mortal Kombat. And I think think they did Mortal Kombat 9 was supposedly going to be it. Okay. They are like, we're going to go out blazing because that's, it was start of the next-gen systems and everything, and yep. they're like, fuck it. We're, and in the mortal words of Phil, we're going to shove some heads up asses. Okay. <laughs> and then the fatalities were gnarly as fuck. Yeah. And, Which I imagine on next-gen graphics, oh, it yeah. would be pretty insane. Yeah. But um, I got my hand, when I first got my Xbox One, I got uh, the Mortal Kombat XL, that was the bonus one with... Jason, Leatherface, the alien, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and playing that, and so damn, the fatalities were, bleh. yeah, like uh, Leatherface freaking chops you in half with the chainsaw, Ooh. and you see everything. Ah, uh, okay. And it's like, okay, this is where we're going. <laughs> yeah, they just went all the way with and it. And then huh? with Mortal Kombat 11, the cool thing about Mortal Kombat 11 that made me really want to buy it, friendships are back on that one. Hey, friendship, yeah. friendship. Friendship again. Friendship again. <laughs> yeah, but then doing more of the fatalities in there, and like Joker's on this one. Uh, okay. And his his fatality is a fake friendship. Now it's 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 real Joker, right? We're not seeing the Joaquin Phoenix. No, colors. it's the real Joker. Okay. Yeah. Kind of thinking Hamill may be doing the voice. Probably. Yeah, but there's this fake fatality where it drops like this wooden sign that has friendship uh, on a paper banner wrapped around it. And Joker busts out his Tommy gun. Okay. And just annihilates the guy and just destroys him. And then at the end, the banner falls off and it's spray painted on there, fatality. And then Joker will pop the balloons and this wood plank will freaking split your opponent's head right in half. Oh, nice. Yeah, and just gnarly as fuck. 
But the thing I noticed on the new gen systems is kind of leading into what I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. is back in the day when it was the old school Mortal Kombat and everything, when you wanted to learn the fatalities and everything, mm-hmm. you had to do research to find the fatalities. Well, yeah, I mean, there was. I mean, if you go back and watch the movie The Wizard, it, it showcases that Nintendo had a one nine hundred number that you could call and speak to a Nintendo game expert. Expert, <laughs> and they would show, they would explain to you how to get through levels, um, yeah. which then curtailed into going from that to the uh, books, the, the books, the, yeah, the guidebooks, the, the game guide, yeah. yeah, which those were godsends. Oh yeah, I I had the one for Star Fox because. <laughs> I love Star Fox. Yeah, and that game is a pain in the ass. Star Fox is a great game, though. But yeah. Oh, no, I'm not even disqualifying that. But, like, for Mortal Kombat, the old school way, yeah. like, how how did you do your fatalities? Did okay. you do it paper? Did you do it... I did... Printing it off the internet? Okay. Because it was the dawn of the internet. Right. When it came down to... Well, one, I didn't actually own Mortal Kombat. My, my best friend, um, Steve... Um, did he lived one street up from me, so I could go to his house all the time. Um, so I played Mortal Kombat as much as if I owned it. Um, but we had we had you know the 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 printouts because his dad was like on the cusp of computers. His dad yeah. like like he got a computer in like eighty one kind of thing. Um, so we had the printouts of fatalities, but it was from that kind of that that situation to even now to today. I realized that I am not a sequence of buttons person i still have never ever been able to pull off a fatality in a game ever i gotta admit with the new gen systems you you may be able to do it we may i may like before you leave today we may bust out and just see if you can i mean it seems like it's a lot easier i've had them written in front of me i've had i've had them shown to me by a friend i've had i've watched people's fingers on controllers to do i just and even now to like i have an example for right now too um like i you said you just started gaming i decided to start gaming too um I, I believe I mentioned it on the show. Um, I'm very much a fan of the cyber, the cyberpunk genre. Yeah. Not just the game, but the genre itself, the books, the movies, the the aesthetic, the art, the fashion. So I got Cyberpunk 2077 for the PC because that's the better version, they say. And so I went into the virtual training, and one of the things I had to do was shoot people. I had to, like, duck behind a thing, pop up, shoot, duck, pop up, shoot. I died. Okay. <laughs> bunch of times in training in training <laughs> like i'm that you you know how like sometimes you hear like in the military like one out of every like five thousand boot camp people dies in an accident yeah. in boot camp you're, i'm that motherfucker <laughs> i'm that one in five thousand you're that dude on starship troopers that gets his head blown off exactly the- <laughs> yeah i'm the dude that takes his helmet off in a live fire exercise What's good? it was yeah. itchy yeah. yeah like i i i couldn't shoot and I, I just, I am not, now see, I am a sequence of buttons person when it's individualistic buttons. You hit A, then B, then X, You're more then of the right keyboard. Key. Yeah, I, yeah, I can do that because I do that all day. I type. I'm, a, I'm an IT person. But when you have to, like, swing a joystick or, like, swoop your D-pad a little bit, like, go, like, right down left, like, all in one, nope, nope, I can't, I just... I kind of did the, we talked about this a little bit off mic. We, we're both the youngest in our families. Yes. So we we've did the war of attrition of getting our asses handed to us by our older siblings. Oh, and my brother's a goddamn cheater. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I wouldn't say my brother's a cheater, but he also never put to the factor, like, 
Oh, he's younger, so maybe I take a little bit. No, fuck no. God so, no. And it was in the realm of like Street Fighter when we got our Genesis Street yep. Fighter Mortal Kombat, where I started doing this thing where I would sit in my room and play two player with no one else. See what. What's, and master everything. See, what's funny is if you take that exact same scenario and remove the training aspect of it, and you just sat on two-player in your room and just played, it's really kind of sad. Yeah. But when you add the Rocky-style Eye of the oh, Tiger yeah, montage yeah. to it, it becomes like... It becomes a, it becomes cool. It becomes like you're gonna have like you know the wizard, and you're gonna have uh, send me an angel, you know, song playing in the background as you're mashing buttons. Well, the uh, wrap up that so time that would have been a fun YouTube video. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I got so good where I just started kicking my brother's ass. Yeah. Where he eventually stopped playing. Ah. He stopped playing me. <laughs> yeah, kicked him into submission. See, my brother was the asshole who figured out in Street Fighter that you could corner. Um, somebody with either E Honda or Dalsim by getting him trapped in the corner and doing the move, doing the freaking yeah, the hand, hand slap. the hand slap thing or the stretchy leg thing or uh, Chun Li's uh, yeah tornado kick yeah. thing. That was my brother. Oh yeah, he would back me in the corner and just do, and I would get pissed. I'm like, and then even I even like broke down rationally. To, like I didn't like break down crying. Yeah. Like, I'm sure I, I did. did that by myself. You know, yeah, yeah I, I did I, that. I'll give him that satisfaction. <laughs> I'm a porter. We do that in private. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I broke it down to him logically. Like I even straight up was like, what fun do you get at the, we're not playing a game yeah. you're just beating me every time there's no game here there's no competition you're all we're doing is just waiting for me to get in the corner and then you just beat me up he goes yeah but it's funny and i was like okay but doesn't it get old after 80 times of doing this and but for an older sibling no, no it's not you know yeah then that's so. the reason i did the freaking rocky Beating myself privately and then go in and kick his ass later. I actually found an industrial cover version of Send Me an Angel. You know, That'd be interesting. You know the, did you, do you remember the band Deadsy? Oh, yeah. Uh, Cher's son who did the, um, the, um, the Key to Gramercy Park song? Yeah. It was that style song, but for Send Me an Angel. It's pretty fucking nice. Because uh, Send Me an Angel is one of my guilty pleasure songs. Well, kind of in that same vein, uh, the other night I was kind of scrolling through YouTube, and, and for some reason I came across Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Lady Gaga sing, singing It's Cold Outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the kicker is they flip it. Oh, yeah. She, he's singing the woman part. Yeah. She's singing the and man like, part. Huh. Yeah. With the whole PC world controversy when it comes to Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah. And, but it was actually pretty nice. With it being flipped, but also too, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Lady Gaga are fucking beautiful, people. talented people. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're be beautiful people too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it's funny because like, like Lady Gaga and like like Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish is another guilty pleasure oh, person, yeah. and I love Billie Eilish. Do you want to know what my ultimate ultimate guilty pleasure song is? What? And I will dance in my car to this song. Like I will not get out of the car when I get to a destination. I will finish this song. I have it as my ringtone. It is my ultimate. Guilty pleasure song, but it makes me dance every time. Tiffany's song, you know Tiffany yeah, oh, from yeah, no. the mall. Tiffany, I think we're alone now. Oh God, <laughs> that is my because I rediscovered that song through the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that sequence. I, it, I, I it went viral. Seen a sequel episode. Okay, well the the clip itself went viral. There's nothing against it. It's just 
It's just one of the million things you haven't watched. Yeah, yet. exactly. Yeah. So um, in this show, the, all the siblings come back to the house, but they're they're not friends, you know, really. So they're all in their separate rooms. One of the guys goes in, he's looking through his record collection, and he finds Tiffany's "I Think We're Alone Now," and he plays it. And he plays it really loud. And he, oh, it's the stair, the dance sequence when they're dancing on the stairs. Yep, they're, yeah, all, okay. they're, all, they're all dancing around the house yeah. and stuff. I found that song through that, and I love that clip so much. But I, but it, it touches me in the same way it touched them on the show. They all started dancing. That. Me being my emo little self, all self-deprecating all the time or whatever. I'll be driving, all of a sudden I'll hear, and I'm just like, mm, 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 You know, the thing I got to do now is just, when we're out and around and everything, just have it loaded up on YouTube and just, yeah, put that shit on your iPod. I'll dance around to it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, just to put that to the test, like, we could be roaming around Target and I'll be like, boom, 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 boom. I love that song. Well, you remember My Name is Earl. Yeah. The first episode. Uh, Randy, yep. whenever they put that one song, song on, he's yeah. like, oh, you got an old school? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, you put that on? Don't tell me you put that on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 that, that is a guilty pleasure song for me. Well, so, okay, but going, going all the way back. Oh, well, I was going to like, oh. throw a little guilty pleasure thing that I've been, I'd almost say obsessively, just keeping it on loop now. Okay. Mystery Science Theater 3000. See, I have never actually watched mystery science theater 3000 yeah so i yeah i watched it when i was younger and kind of just and then the whole of tracks and, yeah but they started a 24-hour channel oh wow yeah and i there's enough content that they can have a 24-hour channel you you think no but they also have the film crew they have cinematic titanic which was okay so it's all it's all of their stuff it's not just mst3k yeah, but it's built under okay yeah and that actually made me log into twitch oh wow because okay. like i couldn't find the proper way to watch it through like an internet uh, browser on my tv or anything like that right. but, and i kind of was like maybe it's on twitch yeah and i tried it and it's there and it's been my background noise well, I, do, time. I do know that that whole like 24 hour streaming channel is starting to become a thing i know it started on youtube with kids shows yeah um there's a there's a um there's and an app. Now. Yeah, there's an app that Monique had called, um, or, or she still has it. It's not Quibi because that's the one that just tanked. Yeah, that's um, another story on its own. God, what was it called? I don't remember. I'll have to find out, and I don't. We'll. we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll, well, I think I know. It, it, it was kind of weirdly like you thinking about those twenty-four hour channels and everything. Yeah. In the book Ready Player One, that's a big part of it. Yeah. And also, too, in Ready Player Two, yeah. the, their own channels where they program whatever the hell they want, and it's kind of in that realm where Twitch is that. Well, I thought about I was looking into doing that myself, was starting a twenty-four hour network for things that I like, but then I could put it out there because, like, my thought was, I'll have random shows up there, like at four o'clock, you know, four p.m. is Tailspin, yeah, and then at five, from five to seven is is. Uh, Brink or Johnny Tsunami or something, but I was going to program these net, these channels for 24 hours and make my own channel. Yeah. And there are ways to do it, you know, but now it's starting to get a lot easier that I'm really honestly thinking about doing it because... But like, also, too, from different le legislations and everything, there's some issues that are going to start springing up where right. copyright content is... Well, the second you throw an ad on there, you're fucked. We've talked about in the past doing, uh, like, a charity stream on Twitch and everything, but 
knowing we're kind of still on the outskirts. Yeah. That if we wanted to do it, one, we'd have to build our audience to it. Right. Because if we just did, hey, we're going to be going three days straight with all the Star Wars movies to raise money for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We get a buck fifty and a Del Taco coupon and probably an expired, an expired Del Taco <laughs> coupon. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, the, the idea, um, which I know we have crossover audience for us of, of doing the three day stream was, was, um, you know, movie crypt. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I do, I eventually one of these days want to do the weekend stream thing where we stay up for four or 64 hours or whatever yeah. and, and stream an entire series of something and raise money, you know, but and it, that could be probably one of the, especially since Ecto is going to be going away is to start dabbling into the something like that for us. Yeah. We'd have to, at least for me and you, would be like, okay, I'm off Thursday, so I can jump on Thursday. Oh, it'd have to be very well coordinated. Yeah, and yeah. do like night court episodes. Yeah, it, well, the other thing too is is you run in, uh, if you're throwing charity involved, a lot of studios and a lot of places tend to back off. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's for charity, you're not keeping a dime, great, we're not going to say shit. Yeah. Until it comes to Disney. Yeah. Disney is one of those companies that even if you're doing something for charity or basically they'll they'll sue you and then go, you know, we're still gonna donate like ten thousand dollars to charity, but we're still gonna sue you for forty thousand dollars. Right. I mean they very much try to control their image. And like I have said, I, I I am a Disney lover and I am a Disney defender at certain times. Disney does good work yeah. 95% of the time. They do a lot of great work with charities and a lot of great work for things 95% of the time. But the other 5%, they make themselves look fucking shitty. Oh, yeah. When they fuck up, they fuck up. Because they got a, they got a level there. They, they seriously, <laughs> like, like, the last one that I knew that I heard about with them fucking up was like they wouldn't allow the kid to get Spider-Man etched onto his tombstone, even though he was a huge Spider-Man fan and died of cancer. The dad wanted to put Spider-Man there, and Disney said no because we did not want the image of Spider-Man being related to the death of a child. My first thought was, okay, so you're okay with the image of Spider-Man being related to the death of Uncle Ben? <laughs> And that whole concept of Spider-Man. <laughs> I know, like, have you watched... Sp a lot of people it, die in Spider-Man. In, in the long run, like, business-wise, it's kind of like, okay, yeah. It makes sense. But it does. you could throw the people a bone. And well, I mean, it, you... Okay, so just... just even encompassing that Disneyland scenario, looking at some of the things that have happened with this whole COVID thing, especially in regards to movie theaters and movie oh, studios, God, yeah. this is a whole other episode in itself, but I'll touch on it for just like a hyper second. The whole WB releasing everything uh, from their content to yeah. HBO Max with the addendum also to theaters. You have to look at both sides of the scenario with any sort of situation. So with like the whole Disney thing, you got to look at it like, yeah, okay, they yeah. really don't want the kids. Fucked up, but what? Same thing. Yeah, WB releasing all their stuff to HBO Max at the same time as theaters does kind of fuck it up for theaters, but are the theaters expecting WB to just eat money too? Like it's Well, it it's even goes, and, and this leads towards this being more of a longer episode discussion. It even falls under, like, Legendary. Like, they, they, they're, like, Legendary Productions have a lot in store for Dune. They want to make Dune a franchise. Right. And I agree with the filmmaker and the studio where it's, if you do that, where it's just, oh, we're just going to put it on here and then it'll be in theaters. You're shutting it down. You're yeah. shutting down the possibility because yeah. Dune has to cover all their bases. If oh, they yeah. want to do a franchise and they want to make it where, what it needs to be because it could be 
a solid franchise. Well, see, and I see the pros and cons for each side of it. I okay. see the pros for but the studio. Too, like we've talked about in the past, I've said too, next couple of years, we are going to get some recycled garbage. Oh, hell yeah. We're not going to... But see- it's going to be one of those justified situations where it's like, studios have to do it. Yeah, dude, I am all for studios making a Transformer 6, 7, and 8 to try to get the money back happen. to be able to start funding the small films again. Because yeah. right now, we're not going to see anything of substance for a little while. Yeah, but that's... Know? But that's a whole other discussion. So, but, uh, but looping all of that, looping all of that back to... to to the games situation. So originally I was going to try to loop all, you're going to, you're going to delete all that other part before this. I was going to try to loop all of this back around the video games in some way. And then we stopped for a moment and I realized I have no fucking clue how I was going to do that. Well, no, so. well, like initially this episode was going to be like the, the breakfast episode yeah. where we're just going to go rolling with it. But we started out with the whole COVID conversation and this 2020 conversation rolled into what we were planning on talking about, which we, we did. Yeah, we touched on it. Because Mortal Kombat's Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and the fucking violence and everything, and then uh, now the friendships are back. And yeah. The, uh, one thing that really tripped me out, to, I guess maybe wrap up the video game side of things, Okay. the brutalities aren't the brutalities anymore. Because you remember old school brutalities were those freaking yeah. long-ass combos. Yeah. Now the brutalities are just an uppercut and decapitation. Oh. And it's most of them are just a down and a button. Yeah, and I, which I still wouldn't be able to do. No, you, yeah, I think you could. Because <laughs> I, I keep doing it accidentally every goddamn uh, okay. time. Because I'm thinking, like, okay, thinking in my head, like, okay, that fatality is down X, Y, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as I do down and Y, boom, brutality. I'm like, oh, fuck. fuck. Well, like, the first time I did it, I was like, I don't know what I did, but I did something. <laughs> and it goes from there. And now, now anytime I play, I'm like, I look at the brutality first because the the listing's there, mm-hmm. and it's like downwise. Okay, if I want to end the match, I cannot end it with an uppercut. Yeah, because it will end it. Yeah, like if you have an inch of life left on the person, it will kill them. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, but also, dude, that's kind of another thing with Mortal Kombat. They have these, well, I would say, like cutscene type things where yeah. if you hit them the right way, it shows their jaw breaking. Uh, okay, or you do these like special combo moves. Yeah, where you're stabbing them. Snapping their spine, twe- breaking their leg completely yeah. in two, and then they get back up and start fighting. Like, I know this is mythical and whatnot, yeah. but no. Yeah, that, because I'm about to do a fatality. Physics that. makes no sense. Yeah, but it's video games. Right? Yeah, I will. I will add on the video game thing. Really hyper, hyper, hyper momentous thing. Uh, do you remember Sega Dreamcast? Yo, God, yeah. Do you remember Jet Set Radio for for Sega Dreamcast? We, yeah, we talked about it on the nostalgia episode. I found it. On Steam, which is what I'm using to play uh, Cyberpunk 2077, found it on Steam for a dollar sixteen. Oh, you had it. You got a fan owner on that one. I got it. Oh my god, it's still hard for me to play because it is. But still, it's the game you've been wanting to play. It is Jetset Radio, and I got it for a dollar, one dollar and sixteen cents. Nice. Very happy with that. You know what? I think that. Yep. That's the best way to wrap it. Yeah. Because I got my game, it follows through with that other episode we did. We bridged to something else, and now, now now I got to think of do I do I post that other episode? We post these backwards. Backwards, (laughs) we post the same day, and just let the listener figure it out. Just edit it all together to one giant director's cut episode. Oh God, I've been (laughs) like me and Nick have been talking about uh, doing an episode talking about face the music, but then we we came across the. 
um, Bill and Ted television series. Oh, yeah. The live action. Yep. Television yep. series, which yeah. is a steaming pile of shit. Yep, that's what you were telling me about. And I'm thinking when we do the Face of Music episode, it, you, you remember on cassettes or CDs like the hidden track? Yep. It, commentary for the first episode, maybe a hidden track on that episode. Very nice, very nice. But until then. Until then. We'll do this again. This has been Josh. This has been Doug. And good luck in 2021, everybody. And as always, be excellent to each other. Love this song.